You are listening to the YLM Sermon of the Week podcast with Pastor Steve Tolbert. Be blessed and refreshed by this relevant word from the Lord. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Hector. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So excited to be with you. I want to thank, first of all, thank everyone, everyone who is supporting our ministry uh, through your giving. Thank you. Thank you so much. This week, the team and I are getting together and we're going to uh, strategize and plan uh, outstanding 2023. Uh, so we just uh, ask for your continued support, not only in your giving, but also in your presence, because we're now meeting uh, in person every second and fourth Sunday. So we want to actually invite you to our next Sunday service uh, because uh, this next Sunday is going to be amazing. Uh, we're in person, so you get to actually uh, see myself, see Apostle Willie Talbert, Apostle Mamie Talbert, and, uh, and uh, all the Yes Lord Ministries family. And we'll welcome you just like your family uh, because you are. You're our virtual family right now, but we want to meet you in person so you can be our flesh and blood family. And so we just want to just thank you so much. Um, and so we honor our our senior leaders, Apostle Willie and Apostle Mamie Talbert, uh, and just the leadership that they have provided for us over the past two decades. Uh, and so we just thank you that, uh, thank them for their continued commitment um, for everything that God has placed into their hands. And so uh, let's, let's start out with prayer, Lord God. We just thank you right now for the word that we're about to go into. We thank you, Lord God, for the nuggets that you'll help us to glean from your word, that it'll feed our faith and starve our doubts to death. We thank you, Lord God, that we will learn that we are more than conquerors in this life and we can reign in life as kings and queens in the Lord Jesus Christ. So God, we thank you and praise you right now for everything that has been accomplished for us in Christ. And, and we just praise you right now in Jesus' name. We pray for wisdom, knowledge, and Santa might counsel the fear of the Lord, the anointing of God, a keen discernment, and the tongue of the learned. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 So today, uh, I know the past uh, couple of weeks, you know, we've been talking about grace. We've been talking about faith. And so we want to continue that, that talk about favor. We want to continue talking about favor. So uh, today, our message is going to be, it's time for favor. I want you to put that in the chat. Say, it's time for favor. It's time for favor. If you believe right now that it is your time to, to be blessed by the Lord, to walk in abundance, to walk in overflow, then I want you to put in the chat right now, it's time for favor. It's time for favor. And so when... We look at our scripture, which is Psalm 102, verse 13. Psalm 102, verse 13 says this, you will arise and have pity on Zion. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. It is the time to favor her. The appointed time has come. And so again, I want you to put in the chat, it's time for favor. Say it's time for favor. I want you to say that so loud. That's why I got the exclamation right there, because it's something that you cannot be quiet about. You have to let the devil know that, you know, it's your time for favor. Amen. 
And so when we think about just the concept of favor and we think about how in Christ we have been uh, we have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's what Ephesians tells us, right? We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus. And so when that when it talks about being blessed with every spiritual blessing, and then you connect that with Ephesians 2, which talks about it's by grace, it's by grace, the kindness, the 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 mercy, the the love of the loving kindness of God, the the beneficial grace. Uh, of God that we have been saved. This is something that we didn't qualify for in the natural, but but God has seen fit to bless us. He has seen fit to bless us with salvation through Jesus Christ, and that salvation entitles us to experience His favor every single day of our lives. And so that's what the scripture tells us in Psalms where it talks about daily loading us, God daily loading us with benefits. That's your experience with the favor of God. And so you need to understand that favor is your portion. In Christ, favor is your portion. And so I just want to encourage you today and get you fired up so that you can put a demand on that favor. You can actually use your faith and expect the favor of God to be just experienced in your life on a daily basis. It's not just a one-time thing that you experience every now and then. No, but if you can just continue to trust God, if you can begin to just, just understand that God is good, okay? God is good. Even when life is not, God is still good. And that, that your obstacles, those times of adversity, only serve to position you to experience more of the favor of God and, and see how God wants to reveal himself to you in that situation so that you can get a better understanding of who God is because it's just that just who he is is so vast who he is is so vast it, it just it takes a it takes eternity to get to know him and so we need to become acquainted with the attributes of God that that point us towards his goodness, okay? That point us towards his goodness because we are children of God. And I think about this, I think about even in a natural, like with my daughter, um, I, I don't want my daughter to, to fear me and dread me. And see, that's the way a lot of people, they, their mindsets when it comes to God, they, they fear God, they dread God, they expect punishment from God. They don't expect the goodness of God. They don't. They don't expect the love of God to just be continually displayed and 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 manifest in their life. They don't expect that. They expect the judgment of God. They expect the dread of God. And then they want you. They want you to tell other people about the judgment and the dread of God to the point to where people come to God not because of the love of God, but because they they're so afraid, so dread, so they just just terrible. They they just dread just eternity and they just got to and then what does that do that doesn't condition them for a love life that doesn't condition them for a love life because they because they're walked they're they're entering into a relationship based on terror based on fear they're not entering into it based on his love what he did for us they're thinking more about what can i do to please him to make him happy 
because they think that they think that is something that they will continually have to continue to earn. But you didn't do anything to earn it in the first place. He gave his son, Jesus Christ, for us that we would have life and that we would have it more abundantly. That's why Jesus came. He said in John 10, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. And that abundant life involves us in, in enjoying, because in the Amplified Bible says that you might have and enjoy life. And I can't enjoy something that I'm afraid of. But when I'm in love, when I'm in love with my father, then I expect the good of my father to be displayed in my life, demonstrated towards me. Because I am the focus of God's good intentions. That's why he, he went out of his way. He went out of his way to give his life. Jesus Christ went out of his way to give his life for us. Because that's how, that's how much he loves us. Even when we were yet, we were yet unworthy of it. We were yet unworthy of it because of our sin. He said, I'm going to do it anyway. And so now we're in relationship. If you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you're in relationship with him, right? And so in relationships, right, you want to show how much you love someone. So he's constantly showing his bride how much he loves her. That's why Psalm 102 said, it's time to favor her. This The appointed time for favor is now. All right? And so favor is coming to your house. I want you to put that in the chat. Favor is coming to my house. Favor is coming to my house. Okay? Come on. Say that. Favor is coming to my house. All right. And so there's some things that happen when we, when we walk and we walk in the favor of God. When we live expecting the favor of God, there's some things that happen. First thing that happens is that you will understand that favor will result in supernatural growth and advancement. Favor will result in supernatural growth and advancement or increase. All right. And so scripture for that is Genesis 39, Genesis 39, 21 to 23 says this, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and loving kindness and gave him favor. He was in prison, but guess what? It said it gave him, God gave him favor in the sight of the warden of the prison. Then this is what happened with that favor. And the warden of the prison committed to Joseph's care all the prisoners who were in the prison and whatsoever was done there, he was in charge of it. And then verse 23 says what? The prison warden paid no attention to anything that was in Joseph's charge for the Lord was with him and made whatever he did to prosper. You need to say that to yourself. God is making whatever I do to prosper because I am desiring to be a witness for God. And so God is making whatever I do prosper. Come on, come on. I need some witnesses here. I need some witnesses here. God is with you and God, because God is with you, God is making whatever you do prosper. So if you got a business, God is going to make your business prosper. If you, if you have family, God is going to make your family prosper. If you're in school, God is going to give you prosperity and favor in academia. God is going to give you favor even in your health. God is going to give you favor, increase, 
supernatural increase, the hard labor or the striving that you went into with your walk with God, you're going to start to find out that when I understand that God favors me, I understand that God wants me to grow up in him. God wants me to bear fruit in him. So God is increasing me. God is increasing me. Come on. Come on. All right. And so there's another thing that happens with favor. With favor, God will restore all that the enemy has taken from you. Come on. This is your time of restoration. This is your time of restoration. This is your time of restoration. Come on. Let's look at Exodus 3 verses 21 to 22. It says, and I will give this people favor. Mm. I will give this people favor and respect in the sight of the Egyptians, and it shall be that when you go, you shall not go empty-handed. You shall not go empty-handed. Come on. But every woman shall insistently solicit of her neighbor and of her that may be residing at her house jewels and articles of silver and gold and garments, which you shall put on, and your sons and your daughters, and you shall strip the Egyptians of belongings that is due you. You got some benefits. You got some things that's been held up that's due you that your that the favor of God upon your life is going to restore to you now. Come on. He's going to restore it to you now. Hallelujah. He's going to restore it to you now because you are favored by God. You are favored by God. Come on. Come on. You're in Christ Jesus. So because you're in Christ Jesus, you are favored. You are favored. You are favored. And so what belongs to you, I speak restoration of everything that belongs to you now in the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. This is good. This is good. Next thing that happens. Next thing that happens is what? Favor will produce honor. Favor will produce honor in the midst of your adversaries, in the midst of the people that don't like you. Favor will produce, it will compel them to honor you. They may not even want to, but they will have to because the favor, the influence of the favor on your life is just that strong. Come on, come on. Let's look at Exodus 11. Exodus 11, verse 3, it says, and the Lord gave the people favor. Come on. He gave the people favor in the sight of their enemy, the Egyptians. Okay. It says, moreover, the man Moses was exceedingly great in the land of Egypt and in the sight of Pharaoh's servants and other people. So even if they don't like you, they will have to honor you. Okay, because of the favor, the influence of the favor on your life is just that heavy. Come on, to where they will have to honor you. They will have to honor you. All right, all right. And so, scripture tells us that when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he will make even his enemies at peace with him. Come on. And so favor will result in increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. Come on, is anybody right now desiring to own a home? Is anybody right now desiring to buy some property? God has given you favor right now 
for increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. I need you to pull that down for your business. Pull that down for your ministry. Pull that down for your family. Pull it down, pull it down, pull it down, pull it down. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's look at Deuteronomy 33, verse 23. It says this, of Naphtali, he said, oh, Naphtali, overflowing with favor, overflowing with favor, overflowing with favor, and full of the Lord's blessing. Possess, possess the west and the south. So it is not, it is not something that God doesn't want you to do. God wants you to possess the land. God wants you to possess the land because there God has plans. He has plans that he needs that land for. And he, even if it's your house, God has plans for you in that neighborhood that you're going to move into. God has plans. He has plans. He has plans. And God is going to give you favor in the area of real estate. God is going to give you favor in the area of real estate. Come on, if there's anybody right now that's on their journey to home ownership, I need you to put it in the chat right now. God is giving me favor in the area of real estate. And then as you begin to pursue that path of home ownership, you need to continually confess that God is giving you favor in the area of real estate. Even if the economy is not what you what they say they want, but you still got favor in the area of real estate. When Abraham sold in the land in a time of famine, God still prospered him, okay? God still prospered him in a time of famine. Recession is not a limit for God. It may be a limit for man, but it is not a limit for God because favor will give you increased assets, especially in the area of real estate. Come on, let's give God a praise, all right? And so then favor will do this. Favor will produce great victories in the midst of great impossibilities. Come on now. Come on now. How many how many are facing situations where you need a God move? Okay. You know, whatever salvation, whatever deliverance, whatever victory you experience, it has to be God because it can't be you. You, you, you have come to a limit of your own ability, and now you need to tap into the ability of God and let God be your advocate. Let God go before you and make those crooked places straight because you have the favor of God upon your life. You are overflowing with favor. That's what that last verse of scripture said, right? It said you are overflowing with favor and full of the blessing. And so God will be your advocate. God will go before you and make those crooked places straight. And God will give you victory in the midst of great impossibilities. Let's look at, uh, let's look at two scriptures, Joshua uh, 11, 20 to 23. It says, for it was the Lord's intention to harden their hearts so that they would engage Israel in battle, be completely destroyed without mercy. Just talking about their enemy, not Israel. Say, be completely destroyed without mercy and be annihilated just as the Lord had commanded Moses. Then next verse says what? At that time, Joshua proceeded to exterminate the Anakim from the hill country, Hebron, Debir, and Ab, all the country of Judah and of Israel. Joshua completely destroyed them with their cities. Then the next verse says, no Anakim were left in the land of the Israelites, except for some remaining in Gaza, Gath, and Ashdod. And then, so, so Joshua took the entire land. So what did Joshua do? He took some real estate. 
He took the entire land in keeping with all that Lord had told Moses. This was a promise that God had gave to Moses that Joshua is now executing upon. It says, so Joshua then gave it as an inheritance. All right. Some inheritances are being released right now. Joshua then gave it as an inheritance to Israel according to their tribal allotments. After this, what did the land have rest from war? And so there are some spiritual principalities and powers that are in your inheritance right now. They're in your land. They're in your, they're, they're, they're holding up your inheritance. And favor, the favor of God helps you to realize that those principalities and powers are rebuked in the name of Jesus. They got to go. They got to let loose of your stuff. They got to let loose of your stuff. They they gotta they gotta they gotta lose they gotta lose their influence right now. They they I don't care. I don't care what what overwhelming principalities are in the region. Because you got the favor of God and the anointing of God, you are you are dethroning every when you enter into a territory, when you enter into a region, you are dethroning those principalities and powers because Jesus already did it. So you're just letting them know. Did you? Did you? You you were the last one to find out. Oh, you've been dethroned. You've been dethroned. And so my inheritance is now loose to me now in the name of Jesus. All right. Let's look at Second Chronicles twenty verse seventeen. It says this, but you will not even need to fight. You will not even need to fight. So there is coming a time where you thought you were going to have to fight it, but God says you're not going to even need to fight. You were stressing out trying to figure out how, how it's going to happen, how, how it's going to work out. God says, stop thinking about how you're going to fight it. You're not going to even need to fight this one. He says, but take your positions. Take your position. Where are my position? I'm seated at the right hand of Jesus Christ in the heavenly places. I'm seated right at the right hand. I'm seated with them at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Then stand still and watch the Lord's victory. He is with you. He is with you. Old people of Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Go out against them tomorrow for the Lord is with you. Come on. That gives me confidence right there. I can face tomorrow. I, you can face tomorrow. Because the Lord is with you. All right. You don't have to dread tomorrow, but you can face tomorrow with a smile on your face because the Lord is with you. It's going to work out for you. All right. And so the next thing is this with favor, favor will produce recognition even when you seem the least likely to receive it. Even when you seem the least likely to receive it. Let's look at 1 Samuel 16. 1 Samuel 16, verse 22, says this, And Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David remain in my service, for he has found favor in my sight. Now, you remember David, don't you? You remember that David was the one who was out in the field. That David was the one who was given the dirty work, who, who was tending sheep. That was David, the, the dirty kid, okay, who came in stinking, smelled like sheep. But he was the one who God chose and anointed as the next king of Israel. And God gave him favor. He was the least of his brothers. But God still gave him favor. God still gave him favor with the king. God still gave him favor with the king. And so we, so we need to understand that God is going to give you recognition. 
God is going to give you recognition. You may not have the years of experience. You may not have the, the, the educational uh, accolades or credentials that most people have. But because of the favor of God upon you and because of the wisdom of God, because of the gifts of God that are manifesting through you, even in the workplace, God is going to give you recognition. Your job is only prospering because you are there. Okay? And so favor results and prominence and favorable treatment. Favor results and prominence and favorable treatment. All right, let's look at Esther uh, 2, verse 17. It says, and the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. Remember uh, a couple of lessons ago, we talked about being crowned with glory and honor, that you are crowned with glory and honor during the Authority of the Believers series. We talked about you being crowned with glory and honor. And so you are crowned with glory and honor. Just like Esther was crowned, she was found grace and favor amongst all the other women there. And she a crown was placed on her head. And you are just like Esther in your generation. You are favored. You are favored. You have found grace and favor because of you are in Christ Jesus. You have found grace and favor and God will give you recognition. He has already crowned you with glory and honor. So live like it's so, all right? And so then the next thing is this, even ungodly civil officials, people that don't know Jesus will grant petitions when favor is involved. Even ungodly civil officials will grant petitions when favor is involved, all right? And so let's look at Esther uh, 5, verse two to six says, and when the king saw Queen Esther standing in the court, she won favor in his sight. So you have favor with everyone that looks upon you. You have favor with everyone that looks upon you. Come on, decree that right now. Say, I have favor with everyone that looks upon me. All right. She found favor in his sight. And he held out to Queen Esther the golden scepter that was in his hand. Then Esther approached and touched the tip of the scepter. Then it says, and the king said to her, what is it, Queen Esther? What is your request? It shall be given you even to the half of my kingdom. And then Esther said, if it please the king, let the king and Haman come today to a feast that I have prepared for the king. And then it says what? Then the king said, bring Haman quickly so that we may do as Esther has asked. So the queen and Haman came to the feast that Esther had prepared. All right. And it says, as they were drinking wine at, after the feast, the queen, the king said to Esther, what is your wish? It shall be granted you. And what is your request? Even to the half of my kingdom, it shall be fulfilled. It shall be fulfilled. So God is giving you favor with civil officials that don't know Jesus that he's giving you favor with civil officials that don't know Jesus. And so you need to understand that it doesn't matter whether uh, they're, they're opposite political party that you don't agree with, but God is giving you favor with civil officials. He's giving you favor with civil officials. Okay. When, when they even see you coming, they're going to just favor is going to influence them. 
it's going to influence them to where they will ask you, what do you need? What do you need? And you need to be prepared with an answer. It may catch you off guard at first, but you need to already know if I have favor with X, this person, here is what I would ask for. Be prepared when favor comes. All right. And so then favor results in the modification and reversal of policies, rules, regulations, and laws to your benefit. Favor results in the modification and reversal of policies, rules, regulations, and laws to your benefit. And, and before I share the scripture, I'm thinking about uh, when Ellie, when my, my wife was expecting Ellie, and I remember um, at that time, you know, we were expecting Ellie, and, and I was just thinking, oh, maybe I'll get a couple of weeks off, you know, because at, at the time, that was the policy, right? The policy was that, you know, uh, women get, you know, the time they get off. Uh, but men only get like maybe two weeks or something off. Well, I want to tell you that in April, in April of that year, 2016, the company that I was working for modified their parental leave, their parental leave policy and gave fathers and gave fathers four months paid parental leave. Come on. Come on, that's favor right there. And so when Ellie was born, I was able to stay home and care for her and my wife for four months. Come on, at 100%. That's the favor of God. That's the favor of God. It came right in time because if I would have taken a standard one, I think it was down to 60%. But they, they increased it to four months at a hundred percent right in time that's favor all right so let's look at uh, esther uh we're not done with esther yet esther uh eight verses five to nine says this and she said if it pleased the king and if i have found favor in his sight and if the thing seems right before the king and i am pleasing in his eyes let an order be written to revoke the letters devised by haman the agagite the son of Hamethata, uh, which he wrote to destroy the Jews who are all who are in all the provinces of the king. Then says what? For how can I bear to see calamity that is coming to my people, or how can I bear to see the destruction of my kindred? Then King Ahasuerus said to Queen Esther and to Mordecai, the Jew, behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, okay? the house of Amon, and they have hanged him on the gallows because he intended to lay hands on the Jews, all right? But you may write as you please with regard to the Jews in the name of the king and seal it with the king's ring for an edict written in the name of the king and sealed with the king's ring cannot be revoked. An edict written in the name of the king and sealed with the king's ring cannot be revoked. All right. And the king's scribe was summoned at that time in the third month, which is the month of Sivan, 
on the 23rd day, and the edict was written according to all that Mordecai commanded concerning the Jews to the satraps and the governors and the officials of the provinces from India to Ethiopia, 127 provinces to each province in its own script and to each people in its own language, and also to the Jews in their own script and their own language. All right. And, and so you need to understand that the favor upon your life will cause modification to rules, laws, and regulations and your favor and your benefit to your benefit. All right. To your benefit. And then the favor upon your life is so influential, so powerful to where that favor will actually, it, it will affect regions. We have region influence and favor. We have nation influence and favor. Come on. You need to, you need to see just how powerful that favor is on your life. And so Favor will result in victories over battles that you won't even have to engage in since God will do it for you. And so let's look at Psalm, 1, Psalm 44, verses 1-8. says this, Oh, we have heard with our ears. Our fathers have told us what deeds you performed in their days, in the days of old. You with your own hand drove out the nations, but them you planted. You afflicted the peoples, but them you set free. For not by their own sword did they win the land, nor did their own arm save them, but your right hand and your arm and the light of your face. God smiles on you. The light of your face, for you delighted in them. And then says, you are my king, O God, ordain, ordain salvation for Jacob. And then says, through you, we push down our foes. Through your name, we tread down those who rise up against us. For not in my bow do I trust, nor can my sword save me. But you have saved us from our foes and have put to shame those who hate us. In God, we have boasted continually, and we will give thanks to your name forever, Selah, or just just think about that. Meditate on that. Just reflect on that. Okay? And so God has given you favor that will result in victories that you won't even have to fight. That you won't even have to fight. And so I, so I pray that you are blessed by this message on today, that you're encouraged to believe God for the favor that is already upon your life. Believe that you're going to walk in favor because now is your time. And so you need to say, favor, favor, favor. Now is my time for favor. I need you to put that in the chat. Now is your time for the favor of God. And so, God, we just thank you for everything that you have just confirmed to our hearts right now, our spirits, that we thank you, Lord God, for this, this reassuring word, Lord God that has infused us with fresh faith for tomorrow, fresh faith for the battle ahead. We just thank you right now, God, that you are showing us favor even now because we are in Christ Jesus. 
We thank you, Lord, for the favor of God that you have, this, that you are just displaying in our life, that, that is manifesting in our life on a daily basis. And that when we get up tomorrow morning, we're going to say, this is my time for favor. We're going we're gonna to confess favor in our jobs. We're going to confess favor in our school. We're going to confess favor in our neighborhood. We're going to confess favor when we go to the store. Lord God, even when we get a good parking space, God, we're going to thank you for favor that we got that good parking space because we don't want to minimize any of the things that you do in our life, but we want to see you in everything, God. We want to see you in everything, God. And so, God, we just thank you right now that our eyes are open our heart is receptive to what you want to do in our life. We praise you right now for everything that you're doing. We thank you for the testimonies. We thank you for the testimony that you are that you're giving us in this season. We thank you and we praise you right now that we have favor with you and with man because it is your will. And we are growing in that favor every single day of our lives. For we know that we have the favor of God. We praise you. We glorify you right now. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. And so I want you, as you begin to experience more of the favor of God, I want you to go to our YLM Faith Builder Huddle, and I want you to post right there. Because on that page, you will see testimonies of people experiencing the favor of God in everyday situations. And so I want you to connect with us, connect with us, connect with us, like, share, subscribe, share this one, because somebody that you know can be encouraged with this word. And so be blessed and refreshing the Lord. Pastor Hector is back in your hands, sir. Partner with YLM financially using the following methods. The YLM mobile app. Text gift to 1-844-948-3895. Cash app dollar sign Yes Lord M. On Givelify search for Yes Lord Ministries in Kimmelworth, New Jersey. Our website. Visit www.ylmconnect.org and click donate. Mail checks and money orders to Yes Lord Ministries Post Office Box 425 Union, New Jersey 07083. Download the YLM mobile app and stay connected with our ministry 24-7. On behalf of our lead pastor Steve Tolbert, our senior leaders Apostle Willie Tolbert and Apostle Mamie S. Tolbert and the Yes Lord Ministries Church family, thank you for joining us and welcome home.